We are Guys in Short Sports LA, your weekly one-stop shop for all things Los Angeles sports. And we got a great show for you this week because we have news from just about every team, at least all the ones that matter. And even the ones that don't. <coughs> Clippers. <laughs> Let's welcome the guys. Victor Costello. That would be me. Darren Besa. What's going on? There he is. Ben Garcia. Ziggy Zaggy, Ziggy Zaggy. Oi, oi, oi. And back from solitude, Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Bienvenidos, damas y caballeros, <laughs> al podcast de hombres en pantalones cortos. <laughs> Sorry, the galaxy was on Univision again. So. <laughs> we missed you, buddy. Are you alive and how's a, the fam? Uh, we are on the other are side alive? of it. Yeah, yes. we, we're alive. We're feeling good. So, good. are you germ-free? That's the. You know, I make no promises. <laughs> I plan on contaminating these microphones. Oh, super, super. You mother. You're next. <laughs> so let's get right into this, guys. Since the last time we met. Mr. Kobe Bryant played his final game and went off for 60 points. How great was it to see the Mamba show up one last time? I, I cried a little bit. Did you? Yeah. Not a, really, but I, I felt I, like I, it. I felt that. It yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I had to fight it off. I mean. Yeah, I loved it. I know we talked about favorite Kobe moments. That <laughs> oh, That's yeah. up there. No, it's so I mean, true. Absolutely. I, I know it's so, true. it's so easy in sports to say the latest thing is the best thing. But that fe- I, I'm going to remember that oh. watching that game and seeing it happen, and the 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 part that sucks is the haters are out there saying, "Oh, he took 50 shots. It was narcissistic. He was doing this." It's Kobe. We've and, seen. Yeah. If you don't, well, you, you know it's what, a newsflash that Kobe's you know a narcissist. There has been players. There, there have been <laughs> players that have taken 50 shots and did not score 60. No, actually, wait a minute. Absolutely. I think he was the only one in the in history of the NBA to ever actually shoot the ball 50 times, at least in the current NBA. Really? And we'll fact when, check when you start that. going back. <laughs> it's his farewell game. I mean, everybody knew that the strategy was get the get ball to Kobe yes. so oh, he yeah. can score yeah. maybe 30 points. I think right. that's what everybody yeah. was expecting. So for him to score 60, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. It, it totally. kind of reminded me like watching that Michael Jackson movie, This Is It. You know, it's yeah. you remember all the great stuff. And then, you know, for years, you know, like it's you don't see it for a while, and then all of a sudden you see it again. Yes. And you're like, that's pretty awesome. That was kind of that was he kind of the nostalgic it. moment it's that still, I had. it's yeah. still there. What I loved about the game is it showed kind of the evolution of his entire game. He started off with a few misses. Cold, there was yeah. definitely a few was, air balls in there. Yeah. Some turnovers, but the Mamba showed up and there was vintage Kobe at the end to save the game and pull the Lakers ahead. Which, by the way, I don't even know how he got his arms above his head at that point because yeah. he had no legs under him. That's when he was airballing the shots. I, yeah. There but, was a few times I thought he was going to die out there. He looked <laughs> like he was just going to fall yeah, over. Yeah, we and, hadn't seen him sweat that much. Yeah. No. One last thing. Did you guys catch the irony in the fact that his last play was a pass to Jordan Clarkson? As in... Passing the torch to the new generation? Wow. Nope, I didn't catch that. <laughs> wow. I thought the whole irony was just him having an assist as his last play <laughs> and that, not scoring on, a bucket. In itself. <laughs> Absolutely. I actually watched the game with Jeff, and you had a revelation, Jeff, while watching the Uh-oh, press conference. Okay. We're sitting there, we're watching, we're drinking beers, hanging out, and you know, Kobe goes from English to, to Italian to Spanish, and he looks over at me and he goes, you know... Kobe's just better than us. I go, he's been playing for 20 years and you just realized that? I mean, he is, but I mean, God, the guy can speak different languages. He's just, he's just awesome. I was like, yeah, I mean, you can't deny that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about a few LA teams that 
actually are in the playoffs right now and still relevant. Clippers, they're down one game. No, they're up. They're up one game. <laughs> yeah, they're Hold up. on. Ladies and gentlemen. Rewind. Ladies and gentlemen. That shows how relevant they are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they played really well in that game, actually. Did they? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Hey, did you yeah. see Chris Paul well. flop? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. That is my favorite thing of the he playoffs. Took, he took what Vlade Divac learned, <laughs> and he perfected it. I mean, <laughs> that guy, there's nobody standing around. He pushes off of him and then throws himself. Yeah, like he just got yeah. hit to Sniper. get the foul. Uh, looked like a soccer player. I was going to say, <laughs> soccer is taking over. <laughs> so the Clippers win in this series? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. they're going to win the series. Yeah. And who are they going to see next? So they would be the fourth seed. So if Golden State advances, they would play Golden State in the next round. Okay, so then it's done. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'll be a Clippers fan that entire series. Oh, it'll be fun, yeah. I'm going on record to say right now that I agree with Charles Barkley. I've hated on the Golden State Warriors all season. Okay. And to find out that he agrees with me that they're soft, that they went through nobody last year, they are going to be the New England Patriots of the NBA. I think they're going to be the, have the best regular season record, and they're going to lose in the playoffs. And he can do 50 push-ups, so let's take that to the bank. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Full disclosure, we are actually uh, watching Game 3 of the King Sharks series, so if we break out into cheers, hopefully we break out into cheers, because it's tied 1-1 right now. That's right. Three they're still there. In the third. Victor! We're down oh, yeah, two games and on uh, the road. You know, I guess the good <laughs> news is is that the Kings have been here before. Although you don't want to be down two games in zero, especially after you played two games at home, uh, this is one of the teams that you can count on actually to step it up. When you know afterwards, they're not going to those two games panic. are not going to knock them down. No, so they're like Rocky Balboa. They need to get punched a few times before Sometimes. they start to fight back. <laughs> Sometimes they have to win tonight. I don't think there's any doubt tonight. They have to win Someone's tonight, and they have to get their stars actually stepping up into this game. I was going through some of the stats, and Anze Kopitar. And the first two games has has one assist and one shot. Now he did score tonight, yeah. so uh, that kind of bumps his numbers up. But in two games, one shot's not going to do it for you. Yeah, Toffoli uh, has no points. Jeff Carter has one goal, and Dowdy has no points. Those guys have to get going. Mm-hmm. A very wow. anemic offense, especially in game two. Uh, they weren't game two. They did not play bad. In game one, they had a great third period. They just have not been able to you know put things together. And hopefully tonight, though, they're able to turn that corner and keep it going for the rest of the playoffs. Go Kings, go. Go Kings, go. Go Kings, go. This week we are talking about something that's plagued the Dodgers for the last three years, and that's their TV deal. Has it been three years? It has. For those of you who don't know, because maybe you don't have a TV or you have a fire stick and know a guy, all Angelinos who don't have Time Warner or Charter, which is most of us, are not able to watch Dodger games. So I'll bring you up to speed with the Cliff Notes versions of this. 2014, the Guggenheim Group, which now owns the Dodgers, made an $8.3 billion deal with Time Warner Cable for the broadcast rights to Dodger games for the next 25 years. When Time Warner tried to sell their new Dodger channel to the TV providers for roughly $5 per subscriber per month, all the TV providers told Time Warner, hell no. For comparison purposes, ESPN costs 6 bucks per subscriber. How and much if- is e-entertainment television? <laughs> <laughs> Twelve cents. Twelve cents per month. And that's overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> NFL Network's only a dollar twenty-two. The Lakers channel, which is probably the closest for comparison to the Dodgers channel, would be is four dollars per subscriber. So before the start of the 2016 baseball season, Time Warner offered providers a discount on the Dodgers channel for three fifty per subscriber. 
But that was for the first year, and they wouldn't say how much the price would go up after that. Which so, I love. I, I actually, yeah, exactly. I actually saw an article where they, they were going to have a reduced price for six years. So that was the first one. I think they came back with six years, and then uh, everyone still did not want to go on board for that one. Because they don't know what, what it's going to go to. Because in seven years, it's going to be $8. Yeah, but here's why I love that, is just because... Every single cable company says introductory rate for 12 months. Yeah, this is your right. price. Yeah, exactly. What's my price after 12 months? I don't know. Well, sorry. And, and they're doing it to the cable companies. To yeah. Not Eat only it. that, but the price hike Eat happens it. with every channel because yes. once that agreement is off, those channels suddenly disappear from DirecTV for yes. a week or two and everybody's fighting it because they raise yeah. the prices again. So that's nothing new. I think it's, it's false for them to say, Oh, we, we're, we're looking out for the interests of our customers. Let's do it. Yeah, so yeah, we don't yeah. want to raise the bill on our customers. Please. I like it. And, you know, I mean, with the TV being a changing uh, industry, with, with all the streaming avenues that are that are available now, you never you don't know what's going to happen, right? And so if if you're the cable provider, and yeah, you continually say, well, you know what? We'll, we'll raise in a dollar here. Or, you know, we'll get rid of this one that's $3 and we'll get this one that's 5 So it's only $2 extra. But then something else becomes available. And all of a sudden, now they've got contracts with these TV uh, channels where now they're losing subscribers and they're going to be losing their ass. So I, I think that it's prudent on their part, right? I mean, it's like you owning your home. You don't want to overspend, especially when you don't know what the future is going to bring. You're not going to buy a house when you're not sure if you're going to lose your job or not, right? That's what these people are thinking. So I think that it's prudent on their part, and I think that it's smart on their part. And as somebody who actually has direct TV, I appreciate the fact that they're standing up for my rights because I'm a little person and I can't do it. I do I do think that there is a part of that in there, but I don't think that they're talking that's the full truth of why they're doing it. Everybody's paying for channels that they don't watch regardless. This is nothing new. Like Every right. channel costs money. So I, if I have direct TV, I'm not watching watch the, the, E-Entertainment, no, so I'm getting it. charged tw 12 cents. <laughs> To the dollar. <laughs> well, what but you learn is maybe you should be watching E because it makes your life better. <laughs> yeah. But my point is that hey, hey, Angelo Russell and Nick Young watching. <laughs> I do appreciate, though, that they are putting their foot down because that's a lot. Time Warner is an idiot for making that deal, spending that See, much I, money. They're, but they're it's, not. That would be, it would be $60 per year per person. Right. Do you know how much the uh, Yes Network pays for, makes uh, subscribers pay for the New York Yankees? It's between five and six dollars for that channel. Yeah, but everything's and, more expensive in yeah. New York. That's right, but the point is that that people are paying for it. So in other words, okay, this is why I don't think it's fully the Dodgers' fault because before this happened with the Dodgers, there was always negotiations with teams. There was always this holdout. The Yankees subscribers had to wait. I don't know if it was a year, year and a half, but it was it was a while. They had to wait. They finally, you know, negotiated what it was. They got the channels. Now, you know, the Yankees is shown in, you know, on the East Coast and stuff. And before the Dodgers happened, it always worked itself out. But here's here's the thing, right? So you're talking that was that deal was made really. They were the first ones to do it. And ignorance is bliss. You don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Now, direct TV and other, all those other cable providers, they learn from the Lakers. They signed yeah. with the Lakers and they said, you know what, we'll pay that $4 per subscription because we know that the Lakers are the biggest team here in, in Los Angeles. They just signed Dwight Howard. They just signed Steve Nash. Kobe was coming back. They had Pau Gasol. They had, they had a team that, I mean, at, arguably at that time, we thought we're going to win three more championships. And so who didn't want the Lakers? So everybody signed on because they felt that, I mean, if you remember, they went into the regular season before they actually said, okay, we're doing, I think they played like three or four games right. before they actually yeah, signed took, the yeah. deal. At that moment, they signed for the 20 years. And then what happened? The Lakers have been irrelevant for five years. 
And yeah. and nobody watches. So DirecTV and everybody is losing their ass because of that deal. And then the Dodgers show up and they go, hey, we're going to charge you more than what we did for the Lakers. And, and I'll be honest, as a Dodgers fan, they're not as big a draw as the Los Angeles Lakers. And so here they are selling for a dollar more. And then you don't know if five years from now, if Guggenheim is going to have a down year because something happens insurance-wise and they're not going to have enough money to back the Dodgers. And it's a channel you really only care about, what? Six months six of the year. Six months, months out of the year. year. Yeah. But you're paying for it the whole time. And not to mention all the people that aren't Dodger fans, they're paying for it too. I think we can all agree... Time Warner overpaid yes. for the yes. Dodger TV. I think yep. that's, that's the problem because part of me doesn't want to fault Time Warner because if you pay $8.35 billion and you want the rights, you get the rights. Congratulations. Yeah. You get to do right. whatever you want with mm-hmm. those rights because you paid for it. Now, the problem is when you pay that much money, you're going to have a hard time selling it. And that's that's exactly what they're running into. So the fault, I don't know that it's Time Warner's because they paid for it. They could do whatever they want. But at the same time, the Dodgers made the deal and they know we sold our soul to Time Warner and our fans are not going to see these games unless they have Time Warner and the stats show that not everyone there's going to be a certain percentage who are not going to have it if they don't work out a deal so I did I wanted to blame the Dodgers but I could see where Time Warner takes partial of it but there's it's a group it's a group it's uh, totally issue, a group yeah. the Dodgers have to take have to take responsibility Time Warner has to take responsibility because let's be honest if SoundCloud came today and said I'm going to give you guys 8.3 billion dollars for us deal put, done yeah <laughs> done there you go. Not everybody. And, yeah, we're gonna put you up on SoundCloud, and we're gonna charge iTunes subscribers three dollars a show. Everybody in this room would take that deal, absolutely, because SoundCloud would come in here and say, "You know what? We've done this before. Every other team that's ever done this, they've settled at some point. We're gonna we're gonna get our money back." But and, but you're hurting yourself long term, right? So well, the that, Dodgers we're, are we're hurting themselves. Exactly. That's long-term. why I blame the Dodgers, right? So but 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 how could you not take well, the deal? No, hear me out. Hear me out. I agree with Eric. Right? Can you say it again? I agree with both of you. So the way I see it is, Vic, you're absolutely right. If anybody said, I'm going to pay you this guaranteed money, and if it doesn't work out, I'm going to take the losses, who wouldn't sign that contract? So I don't fault the Dodgers there. I fault Time Warner for making that deal because they should have known their business better than they knew it when they made that deal. So that's that's the first thing. Time Warner lost their ass. They're, they're estimated to be losing $100 million a year. And they deserve it. I think the first year, the Dodgers should have let it ride like they did and said, you know what? We're going to give you a year to figure it out. After the second year, I t- told a story a few episodes ago about what got me involved with Dodger baseball. And that was watching it as a kid on Channel 11 with my dad. Guess what kids today are watching? The Angels. Yep. Oh, yeah. They're watching the Rams. Yeah. They are watching so hockey. They are watching MMA. They're watching so many other things that were not available to us when we were kids. So what's happening is the Dodgers are hurting themselves down the line. So what they needed to do at some point is they needed to say, okay, you know what? We gave you Time Warner the opportunity to do this. And yeah, you know what? We like the guaranteed money. We like the fact that we can have a $300 million payroll every year. But you know what? It's worth it for us, for our fans to get exposure so that we can continue to have fans for the for the next generations. And right now, Dodgers games are still selling out. Magic made a statement not, not too long ago where he says, 
you know, we're not hurting in that department. You're right. You're not hurting now. But in 10 years, you're going to no, be hurting. And so they're, they're right. looking very short-sighted. So I fault the Dodgers for right. not sitting down and for not renegotiating that deal and saying, you know what? We'll take six if you guys can sell it for $3 a channel and you guys can get agreement from all the other people that you can get it for $3 a channel. We will change right now so that everybody in Los Angeles can get it. And the Dodgers aren't doing it. And that's why I blame them. That's that's what right. needs to happen. So but your solution is I, to absolutely. then go ahead and renegotiate. So this is, this is what I would do. Back in the day when McCormick was the was the owner right and the Dodgers fans wanted him out what did we do we stopped going to games that's where we got him I say stop going to their games so that when they're selling seats and they have a game a televised game on ESPN one of the five that we have all season and there's 7,000 fans there Dodgers management will look up and go uh-oh we got a problem we have a problem because if our fan base feels this passionately about not coming to our game to prove a point we need to do something now again Missing those games isn't going to hurt them financially because of the of the TV deal, but I think that it makes a bigger point to them that that fans are who they are playing for, and that's what they've forgotten is who baseball, you know, who runs baseball. You know, it's not the commissioner, it's not the owners, it's the fans that show up every day, it's the fans that take their kids, it's the fans that buy hot dogs, it's the fans fans that buy jerseys. jerseys. That's what it is. Ben, is this really about the TV deal, or is this just you justifying not sitting in traffic to go to a Dodger game? <laughs> <laughs> No, but Ben's absolutely right, especially about the losing the fans. Wait, wait, Vic, say that again? <laughs> ben is absolutely right. In the press telegram today, there was actually an article where an, a Dodger fan was talking about he grew up lifelong Dodger fan, da 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 and now his son is an Angels fan because that's who he's watching on TV. No. For the record, all you Dodger fans that are ready to jump ship, we will welcome you with open arms. That's right. And you know what? To that Thank point, you. I actually think that there are a couple of times where – a sports fan can change teams, and I think that this is one of them. Ooh, wow! This is worth, I do. Wow! I do. Wow! If That's my team, statement. if my team is telling me that, yeah, you know what, you. we only want the rich fans or the fans that you know have the means to be able to to get you know. Uh, Time Warner. Now, now, what if you live in a neighborhood that doesn't have it? I think yeah. that's yeah. where it's so, not necessarily well, a rich thing. It's yeah. I, I lived in an area where Time Warner was not an option. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, I so, if, so they don't value you as a fan. So even if I you know wanted to yeah. and wanted to pay twenty bucks for the channel, I couldn't get it if right. I wanted. Vince Scully, he doesn't live in a Time Warner area. So, so he, he can't, can't hear himself? No. <laughs> what a great philosophical <laughs> yeah. question. If, if Vin Scully doesn't live in a time warning, <laughs> right. can he hear if himself? he's not there to hear it. So then for, for so then Vic and not. Ben, or and Eric, if you are in these areas that did offer it. Well, full I disclosure, know. I recently uh, moved yeah. he, to Eric, an area that gets Time yeah. Warner. With he literally Evelyn. moved I, to that area <laughs> just to come <laughs> So I, I said, I, yeah. if Time Warner's available... I can get a deal on it. I get the Dodgers channel. I signed up for it. You should okay. have seen his living spaces, Captain. <laughs> beautiful. Living spaces. But for, but for Ben and Eric. F living or for, spaces. For Ben and Vic, I, I, you guys I, don't. I cannot get, no. But if they did I offer it in it. your area. I can get it. I, I opted yes, not to get it. Oh, See, I live in an area where Time Warner doesn't, doesn't serve my But if my they area. did, if they did service your area, would you be on board? I probably would not, only because I've heard Time Warner Cable is horrible. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been Hey, hearing. I'm locked in for and, 12 months. I'm in good shape. not only that, but there are other ways of watching the game. So We'd like to welcome we'll our new sponsor, there. Time Warner Cable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's making the big deal that this is Vin's last season. And yes, we should use that as a... Oh, totally. As a listen to him on the radio. Ship totally. To, but... You no, can listen that, to him free. As a fan, though, that that that's got to be our our rallying cry to get this thing changed. So yeah. what are what are we trying to do? What what do we need to change? I mean, it seems to me the best possible solution 
for anything in the near future is getting, as Ben said, the Dodgers to restructure yeah. that deal with Time Warner. Ben said something that I think is a, is a great idea. If we if Dodger fans decided when's the next ESPN game, let's say it's you know coming right. up in May, and Dodger fans decided maybe not boycotting all the games, but saying yeah, one on game, this one day, particular, I on totally this day, agree with that. we yeah. are not going uh-huh. to the game as to a Time Warner a protest. Yep. And if that stadium was totally empty on a that. nationally televised one game, game I, I don't know if that would work. That, that's kind of like not buying gas at Arco one day of the year when <laughs> gas prices go up. It never I think happens, I'm yeah. sending an email chain out tomorrow. No, I, Do not yeah. go to Dodgers <laughs> games. No, I literally... Go! There you go! Kings winning in overtime. Nice. All right, Kings. Uh, there we good go. Good to see somebody who doesn't buckle under the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that feels Kings. So good. Overtime feels winner. So good. Go Kings, go. Yeah, there was there was a lot of efforts <laughs> All right, back on online <laughs> to get fans not to go to games. Uh, when Frank McCourt was here, and most of them fell on their face. It was really, really hard to get a sustained effort. I think one shot... Yeah, because they'll give away bobbleheads every night. You know people can't <laughs> stick away from bobblehead night. I need my Hello Kitty. Yeah, because there, <laughs> yeah, there were a lot, a lot of efforts. My wasn't that, goes, wasn't that also goes. partially because the Dodgers sucked? And it didn't hurt, yeah. yeah. When the Dodgers well, are went, good, it's tough to stay they away. They went to, th- right. uh, was it two straight National League championship series like right. wasn't year, that after McCourt no it no. was it was during the McCourt years and but, then I think that it was a year that maybe they missed the playoffs or maybe it was two years then and but it was the fact that they were bouncing checks and there was a whole another set of if issues that were happening the pool boy yeah well yeah then then the <laughs> wife was stealing the money because yeah, she exactly. was like hanging out with the limo driver or whatever it was they were just getting a lot of bad press and and we wanted Frank McCourt out and all so right the so Dodgers I got a question spoke. Would you rather Frank McCourt and still be able to see your Dodgers on TV? No. Or the Guggenheim no. group? No. And uh, not be able to see them? No. I would rather have Guggenheim, Guggenheim and not see them. I totally would too. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Frank McCourt he was, was terrible. He was terrible. Oh, he was horrible. And I think it goes to they're putting the product on the field. So when the playoffs come, right. we're going to be able to watch the Dodgers. So if we can get into the playoffs. But, you know, <laughs> here's, here's the sad thing. The Dodgers were just televised on ESPN on Sunday. I watched the game. I didn't recognize faces. You're getting old. Corey Seager was batting, and it wasn't until <laughs> they put Sor- your visions Cor- going. They didn't shut up. <laughs> they they had to put Corey D-word? Seager underneath TV. to go. Oh, that's what he looks like. I have no idea what these guys look like. Really? Anymore. They're not on the E channel. Yeah. yeah, they're not on the E channel. <laughs> How about we talk about a baseball team we can actually watch on TV? Although. I know that we wanted to watch this last weekend. On I, TV, I hope you're not referring to the, the Little League World Series. Uh, I'm talking Angels, Besa. How are we looking? They are a mixed emotion. They are so frustrating. This has been a hard week watching Angels baseball. Swept. At least by you the can twins. watch them. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Preseason Angels. We looked good. We had it going on. Yeah, Vic. Raise Nobody up your listens hands. to me. Yeah, go ahead. Nobody listens to me. <laughs> we were firing on all four cylinders. We were hitting the ball. We were pitching the ball. We start our series at home, and what do we do? The Cubs have a home that game. That was to the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> Cubs are going to win the World Series Okay, this year. you know how many wins? We go on a four-game you know win streak, and we go to Minnesota. What happens? We blow it. They sweep uh, us. Minnesota's <laughs> won three games. Well, <laughs> the, now they have. Now they have. Hey, ouch. Jeff, Jeff, how's, ouch, Vic, very how, ouch. how's Pujols' average doing, man? <laughs> how, how are we feeling about that bet you made earlier? I mean, it's on the underside of 200. <laughs> the only good thing well, about Pujols is that he has two walking home runs. You said he was going to bet over 200, There is a lot of season left. 
Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, I did no, say that. No, 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 we didn't. It was, it was three. three. Come on, I was looking three. for you to step up and be a man. I think it was three too. I did say three, but, but he's, you, he's on the he's on the way to forty home runs. He's got two. It's not only Pujols. It's Trout. He's not hitting the ball. Well, offensively, we are lackluster. You know what? Though? We are you know not what? doing that's, it. That's not a, such a bad thing though, because you know at some point Trout and all these guys. Uh, except for maybe pool holes, but the rest of the guys are going to pick it up. So <laughs> here's the thing, I, I, and that's why this is an overreaction to right. be so down on the mm-hmm. Angels. Is the pitching actually looks good? Wait, wait. Bullpen's Weaver been threw decent. 31 pitches the other day in the first say, inning. <laughs> that you're going to say 31 miles <laughs> right. per hour and still didn't break 90. <laughs> no, none of them went past no, that's, 85. That's been, that's he had been 31 forever. pitches in his first. All inning. right, with the exception of that inning, <laughs> pitching's been decent for the Angels. They just haven't had the run support. They have not had any run support. And Everybody's slumping. They'll come through it. Yeah, it'll, Angels it'll, will be it'll, back. <laughs> I, Pujols was on first today, and uh, he looked at a ball that went over into uh, foul territory, and you just see him limp. Hey Jeff, trying to catch the ball. <laughs> I bet you a hundred dollars that he bats under two fifty. Oh He's wow! Like, well, you now you, how do you say no to that if you thought he was going to bat over 300? Yeah, well, because he's batting under 200. <laughs> <laughs> I made that prediction before I saw how his season was going to start. Would it be a deal if he offered you 8 I will make that million? bet. <laughs> Fine. 100 bucks? Yeah. Done. I say he bats over Ooh, 250. They're shaking hands. We're shaking wow. hands. It's official. All right, that's enough. Moving on. <laughs> Your Los Angeles Rams are on the clock. We got the first pick noise, in a blockbuster man. trade with the made Tennessee Titans. Noise. They made a splash this week. Wednesday that was night. A belly flop. Wednesday night. <laughs> splash nonetheless. Was a great night. You know, watching Kobe after his 60 point game, uh, waking up the following morning, I pick up my phone and there's Vic's text <laughs> Rams trade for number one. And for the, right. from the moment I picked it up twice to when I saw the article, I mentioned to myself, what did we give up? And we gave up a lot. It's a lot of picks. We gave up 15th pick in the first round, <laughs> our 43rd and our 45th pick in the second round, our 76th pick in the third round. And that's just this season. That is a lot of picks. In addition to that, we have 2017, our first round pick and our third round pick. Six that's a lot. picks so, total. So are you guys going to get Goff or are you going to get Wentz? I don't think that's the million dollar question. I think the million dollar. Do you think they're going to somebody else? No, no. I think they're going to go either way. I think the million dollar question is when does it work out? I bet you right now a hundred dollars wherever you pick up RGC (laughs) has a better season. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) Ben's just making it rain with hundreds today. Drink your haterade over there. (laughs) And he's playing with the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) (laughs) All right, nobody cares. We're talking about LA. There's no way the Cleveland Browns do well with RG three, even with. So you don't like the pick. I do like the pick. I'm in favor for it. I'm I just agree. wondering when it's going to all work out. Because it's not going to be well, this season. This is not the safe way to go. Obviously, the safe no. route would have been to keep all their chances at getting a good player. But they're throwing all their chips in on either Goff or Wentz. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like they're leaning towards Goff. I think it has it, to be right Goff. now. Yeah. And th- and that was our, our major hole, anyways. That's I mean, our major yeah. exactly. That's our major hole. They went ballsy and they were like, you know, fuck it. Like we're gonna we're gonna go for it. This yep. is it. And and I like it. Did you guys watch the Gruden special on both Wentz and Goff? No. no. So Wentz, and I think that that's who they're gonna go after. Yeah, it, it seems like that. They were saying that he he went to a team that had won the national championship before he got there. He played in the season, got hurt, missed most of the games. They won the national championship that year. And they're going to win a national championship next year because they had the best players around him. And he was basically the quarterback of a team that ran the ball more than they passed. 
And so basically he was a manager. And so the Rams are now going to bring him on as their number one pick. And you don't get, you don't spend a number one pick on a game manager. And that's what they just did. Well, we don't know if they're going with Wentz. I mean, they're leaning towards Goff. Oh, they are. I, well, it, the no, it, it, it all depends it's on who. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nobody. Nobody really wins. knows. Yeah, no, I've read both. But I don't think they go from fifteen to one without them knowing who they're going to pick. Oh yeah, I think they I, know who they're. I, I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't. No, do they that. know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody else knows. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, those, but losing those six picks, you're going to lose special teams. You're going to lose that second linebacker. You're going to lose that defensive end that was a backup. So what's going to happen is the season progresses and these guys get the front line guys get injured. That's when you're going to notice the difference. And and is that quarterback that you're bringing in going to make the difference? And you know, year one, traditionally rookie quarterbacks don't. You yes. know, Andrew Luck That's was probably one of the thing. only ones that right. did. Right. But RG you know, three. <laughs> and I guess there you go. <laughs> but you know, I I think that they spent way too much. It's a risk. Yeah, totally. No doubt. I, I think they would have been better served getting Kaepernick if they could have got him, or getting RG three, using that band aid until they could figure something more long term. That, that did not seem like it was on the table at yeah, all. Yeah, because I think it was if that was there. never an option. If that was an option, it would have happened. Yeah, which yeah. one? Uh, Both Kaepernick? going after Both somebody. Kaepernick, Kaepernick yeah. RG three, or one the, of them. The Rams' names were never mentioned. On anywhere yeah. on anybody's radar for those guys. Yeah, but was it because they weren't interested, or is it because I think they it was, were interested and they and, and RG three and well, Kaepernick with Kaepernick? Didn't want to go. Kaepernick, I don't think he was going. I don't think he was leaving. At least when when everything was going was going off. RG three, uh, I, I don't know exactly that situation. I think that RG three went to Cleveland because there was no other options. Nobody goes to Cleveland unless you're LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Honestly, it's true. That's like living in Pomona. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Shots wow. fired. Yeah. Our Pomona listeners, that was big. <laughs> All right, moving on. Eric, Galaxy. We've got some Galaxy news. Yeah. Hit us, hit us with it. And so did they finally ben, win this week? Ben's they, been dying for it. Yes. They, a couple things going on this week. The big headline going into the, their game was that uh, one of their key signings from the summer, Nigel DeYoung, he was suspended for three games. He uh, tackled a Portland player. By, has one of the best names in all of the league, Darlington Nagby. Oh, oh yes. That's that a great porn name. Yeah. He yeah. sounds like he <laughs> plays field hockey. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hell of a player. So too. Nigel DeYoung has had a great season so far for the Galaxy, one of their best players. They signed him during the summer. But he's kind of known for being a bone crusher. He has a reputation. He's probably best known for karate mm. kicking someone mm-hmm. during a World Cup oh, final yeah. in the nice. chest. Yeah. <laughs> Soccer sounded better by the minute. So he has a reputation. So the tackle was bad. I'll agree that it should have been a red card. It was, right. He was only shown right. a yellow card during the game. So the league came in and they suspended him for three games, which I think is a little bit harsh. I think it should have been a red. So that's one game. And it was a bad tackle. That's two games. I think if he wasn't who he was and he didn't have a reputation, he wouldn't have gotten that third game. So he's the run right. our test of soccer? Absolutely. Much. Yeah, yeah, he definitely I, I saw the play. And you guys make fun of baseball players for being wusses. Like that didn't look to me like that. That, that looked like uh, a regular play. I maybe ben, I don't watch soccer or whatever, but all he did was he came in, came in ankles. high. They his have, foot was planted. His so foot. Was, I mean, yeah. imagine like if I'm wearing cleats and all I do is just I go in sideways and I dig my cleats going for into the ball, your. Though. But but he, he went but high. He, but he went high because yeah. he hit him above the right above the ankle. 
He shouldn't um, be going that high. And he shouldn't. And the way he so, went in, you don't go in for a tackle the okay, way that so he went for in. For somebody who doesn't watch soccer, I'm I'm trying to learn, guys. Listen, you saw, I'm not always. <laughs> you're impressing to, me that you saw right. the challenge. I, 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 I saw yeah. it. So, but, and his baseball team isn't on TV. Is, 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 is what happened similar to like in basketball when you go up for a dunk and you knock somebody down? Kind of up at the top, yeah, yeah. Or I would think Cause, when cause you come when I, down, when you come down from a rebound and you start throwing your elbows to give you some separation, yeah, you can kind of throw your elbow a little too much to where you put someone else in danger. I would compare it probably something like that. Because I mean, Darlington actually got hurt. I mean, he it wasn't one of those where he was faking an injury. I mean, he it he, wasn't a strain. He's not a Dodger, <laughs> so no, <laughs> wasn't a muscle strain. So that was that was the big news coming into this week. So they they went into Houston on Friday, and uh, their form. Hasn't been that great. We've kind of been waiting for team chemistry to click. So they went into Houston. They get a goal down in the first minute. And I thought, this is going to be a long yeah. day. They don't have their defensive enforcer. It's going to be a long game. And they go and they get another goal back within a couple minutes, and they end up killing Houston 4-1. to one. Nice. So this wow. was the game where the, the Galaxy finally looked like they're starting to click after six games. Maybe this is when this – all the expectations of maybe this being a championship season, that maybe everything's going to start looking good. And yeah. how is Houston? Is Houston any good? Well, that's that's the other thing. There's a very high likelihood that Houston may just suck. Oh. And so <laughs> with the talent that the Galaxy right. has. It's still a win. What are the a great win's a win. Yeah. It's like Minnesota yeah. playing the Angels, yeah. right? Yeah. Hey, we beat, we beat the White Sox today, so <laughs> we did. One of the so great things about this win. game was they, they, they got two players back who um, have, for lack of a better word, been um, scrutinized yes. for not – living up to their hype or their name and stuff. And they actually had a really good, you know, Steven yeah. Gerrard and Giovanni Dos Santos, they had a really good game. So that was good to see. that We haven't seen that in a long, long time. So that was a great sign for the Galaxy. And then the question is going to be consistency because those two players are players that I've been critical of. They came in midway through the point last season, and they're big names. You know, Gerrard is coming from England. is very well-known playing in Liverpool there. Dos Santos has played in Europe. He's a Mexican international. And we're expecting big things, and I don't think – that they, they produced. So they produced on Friday against Houston for sure. They played great. Gerard was the best I've seen him play since yeah, he's been, I, I been with the Galaxy. Uh, Dos Santos is coming off an injury. He scored two goals, so he looks to be playing well. So if they can keep this up, then the Galaxy is going to be in good shape. Yeah. How much of the core team is having to gel together where they haven't played before? Because, you know, like with you know, in the NBA, it's like mm -hmm. it takes a quarter of the season for like the new guys. How many guys are new? How many teams there, are existing? There are th three key signings that are going to that were new, which is Nigel DeYoung, Ashley Cole, and then Yale Van Dam. And they're all kind of defensively minded players. Our offensive players have been there, but unfortunately, we have a lot of guys who play the same position. Giassi Zardes, Mike McGee, Robbie Keane, Giovanni Dos Santos, they're all forwards. They're all goal scorers. So it's like having a band with four lead singers. You know, that's great, but at the same Sounds time... Sounds like the 2004 yeah. Lakers. <laughs> like the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, so... I want it that way. Ben, what's your game here? You're taking way too much interest in soccer. Yeah. Well, well, I'm he just likes looking for different angles to make fun of. He likes... <laughs> He's going to be asking for that something later. That sounds about right. I think right. he there likes that go. the Galaxy are the Backstreet Boys. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's our time. We are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. Find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Check out our website at guysinshorts.com. And uh, since, of course, you love the show, be sure to give us a review on iTunes. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Ah! Ah! Ah!
Not Lord Dizik, it's Lord Costello. I'm going to pretend I don't know what that reference was from. I know. Is that Game of Thrones? Yeah. (laughs) It's a Kardashian reference. That's a Kardashian thing. Hell yeah. You're an idiot. (laughs) 